With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bed Podcast for Saturday the 1st of February 2020. I'm your host Sean Walker and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And Gordo. Morning. See now that you have been present on the, the register so much, I don't feel like I need to introduce you now, it should just be we're all here. Pre- present, aye. It used I to like be, the intro. I used aye. to have to say Andy yeah. was here because we're Wednesday mornings or oh, yeah, I, international just, man. And I'm sure Andy works for the government, like the agency though. Yeah, like not that, he works for the bit that the Americans would call the government. Uh, <laughs> How are you? Good. Damn yeah. good. Great. Well, I was and, Easter and, Road last night, was, and this is an early start. So, And you had to drive here? And I had to drive here because ScotRail cancelled my train. And now, you know, it's just it's just overhead upon overhead. <laughs> and I paid for parking, and then I'm going to have to take the car somewhere and either pay the extortionate rates in town to stay in town, or I drive it back home and then pay <laughs> my rail fare in anyway and waste half an hour. Or just park at West Street. The, after nine o'clock, it will be absolutely mobbed. Is that a little insight for English listeners? It is, yeah. <laughs> Let's go into better news and last week's picks because it was very our, our slide of good. Our joint best week. Yeah. Uh, banker over one point five goals. Monica v Strasbourg. I was not confident at halftime when I was texting you. It was uh, it was going in. What was it? Forty six minutes. So you're in three minutes of added time. Still now now. If it got to half time. I was not getting the goal. No, but you got the away goal, which got, is always good. Because you need the home team to chase. Yes. But God and I were watching it, and we knew for about 70 minutes, the goal was only going to come from Strasbourg. Yeah. Because Monaco drew three each away at PSG in the guy's first game in charge. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. A new manager bounce, that's what that is right there. And One then... Game. Anyway, it finished 3-1. Hi. It was so it sailed so, it. So if you didn't, if you weren't watching it nervously, going on to your 13th bank on a row... It looked fine. That's brilliant. But it was what not. A, what a run for you. This is why you like the A-League, because it's like six goals in the first ten minutes. <laughs> it, your run may even be better than 13 in a row. If 12 in a row, sorry. It might even be better, because we're only tracking this section since the new format arrived. Good point, I've not even checked. But there is a spreadsheet to consult. There is. I'll be able to, I'll be able to look at it, but that might put even more pressure on you. Uh, my banker, Leon at home to Toulouse, one to three in the French League, uh, comfortable three nil Leon win. That was just nice. It's, it's nice to have a banker that just is in very early and isn't going anywhere. So that was good. And speaking of that, we've got Erin <laughs> Vrakos versus Pax, who won four nil. That was it. That's so our banker treble came in. That's got to be as good as our bankers have been. Oh, it's very four nil, three nil, and over three point five goals when you only needed over one point five. Yeah, yeah. great, hassle free. My value, final the way to Heracles, they were a goal down at half time, but within seven minutes of the second half, final the 3 1 up. I had said 2 1 for final to win both teams to score. They conceded a goal late on, it was a bit nervy. It played for like 98 minutes. For yeah, year. there was a lot of stoppage time. But it came in, it evens. Final one away to Heracles, and both teams to score, and one was 2 1 as well. So You did mention that. 
Uh, my value bet was in the English League 1, Rochdale versus Gillingham. I just didn't think this was a game Gillingham would win because uh, they were favourites for it. So I took Rochdale or draw. Ended up two each. So another value pick. Did in. Rochdale take the lead twice? Uh, Gillingham, sorry, take the lead twice. They or was s- it 2-1? Two, 2-1. One? Two, one. Rochdale took the lead. Right, okay. Gillingham went 2-1 up. It went 2-all. And then it sort of peered out for the last 20 minutes. I mean, it's what you Perfect. said. You didn't think who would be backing Gillingham at that price. Yep. So 4-6, another value bet in. And my value let down the team this week. Mate, I was watching it. I it can, was brutal. I cannot. I'd bet during the game, so about 70 minutes, I'd bet another goal mm-hmm. because it was a Leipzig pressure. Yeah, constant. And I actually stopped looking and you wrote fuck in the chat and I went and checked the score and it did Frankfurt scored to again yeah. late on. I was like, oh, at least my goal came in. It won me like, it was like five quid to win me nine quid. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, no, it, it's, it, that's the cursed fixture for uh, for home wins, yeah. as Andy was talking about before mm. the game. It, just the home team seems to win. So we won't quite put that in the bracket of Kilmarnock Hamilton, but we'll put it in a, if you're going to pick it, Be cautious. Sure you side with a double chance home team. Aye. But yeah, so that was my only blip this week was uh, Leipzig away. And my only blip was on my outsider, so it was Melbourne City versus Perth Glory. Now, now. They got a penalty given to them in the 60th minute, which rightly got overturned because the guy was offside. But that was pretty much the only thing that happened. It was a very dull game. But it just doesn't happen. In it the was a dull game really. that I've watched twice because I watched it at the time and then I had to watch highlights back to check up on Jack Henry. So, uh, they, they, During the game, the commentator said, wow, this is incredible. This is only the third 0-0 draw this season in the A-League. <laughs> what, in the whole league? In the whole league. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, my outsider was in Italy. It was Ascoli away at Frosinone. Um, Ascoli lost, so no outsider win for me. It was just just one nil, but there wasn't really much excitement in this. And it, my outsider came in. It was Unterhashing. Um, Unteracting. Unterhacting. Which one? Of you, which one of you's got annoyed saying there's not a T in it? Me. Right. Okay. <laughs> Andy, I, I love just putting letters in. It's like when I was looking at Fe- <laughs> Ferin Vracos. Really don't. Like every time I look at that, it looks like the words, is, like the letters, have shifted. Um, no, it's Ferenc Varos, is it not? Ferenc Varos. Yeah, well, see, there you go. Your Hungarian is terrible. It's oh, almost it's, like you're not from the place. I know it's disgusting. If um, I didn't know he was stupid, I might, <laughs> I might think he was dyslexic, but he's not. So Unterhashing or Unterhacting, as they prefer to be known here, um, went down one 0 to Warsburg Kickers. Came back to one each. Man got sent off and then they took the lead. A great win for them. 11-4, I think the price yeah, was. Yeah, just under 3-1. That was a really um, good Which I think is the small... I think I'm on a decent run of outsiders of recent. Um, three out of the last four or two out of the last four. I'm not sure. Andy has a spreadsheet. It's, it's for certainly your... You, well, you've hit your last two in a row. Yeah, last two. Um, um, which is which is good. Four, four for the season. Yeah. Four, four out of 12 is very good in the outsider stakes. But I guess once again we'll do this in chronological order. Your game was first in the charity. Yeah, so super comfortable for me. Uh, Lorient scored ninety plus one. To get, to get this <laughs> yeah, this was Friday night. Friday I, night, and I was out. So me and Mel went out for a, a pizza, and then we're sitting in the Corinthian. And I was like, do you know what we like? I can't sit and look at my phone, but I can wait for the notification. And I was like, fuck, that's a game over. Nope, goal. <laughs> um, so no, uh, Lorient beat Red Star, who can't win away, two uh, one. And that started off the charity bet at 9 to 10, I think, was, was the price of a, yep. a kickoff. And then my game was at 11am on Saturday morning. It was Alaves at home to Villarreal. I had both teams to score. Finished 2 1. 
I think Alaves scored in the 72nd minute to equalise and then Villarreal went up and made it 2-1. But by that point, it was irrelevant. I had my both teams to score. That continued that run. Alaves at home, Villarreal away, any time, look at both teams to score. That's you That's you four in a row now, John, for charity picks. Um, and I am five in a row because Servette beat Zamax. Which was the <laughs> longest end to a game ever. It was ridiculous because they were 2-0 up and then Zamax got a man sent off. Yep. So what was going on there? Well, they, it was just constant home team pressure. But they'd made all their changes. Yeah. So they had just caught, it was quite, we kept texting you because I was going to You wanted to cash out. I was, I was like, absolutely not. What are we getting offered for the charity here? The cash out was insane though. Like the, the cash out was at 60 quid for 64. Yeah, I'm not And 59 for, and, and like with 10 minutes to go. And then during like the last 10 minutes, it was just going down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want this. Constant 10 man pressure. Uh, but, all three of them coming in yep. meant the tenor this week was turned into sixty-four pound fourteen. That's the third treble we've hit in four weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's the third of this decade. So we've been banging them in there now. Banging them in. Well, December twenty-eighth. Oh yeah, 11th, yeah. New so. Year one. But the point is, that's eleven of twelve picks. Yeah, good. And all these picks are around evens. So why do you think that's absolutely is- killing it? Do you know what's funny? These- if we just done Gordo's pick the way round that I had written them initially, I know it would have been a bit because that yeah. would have been about two hundred quid. Would have been handing over as I well. Know. Well, this Sorry, six, this sixty four <laughs> quid takes our running total. So since the new format for the last twelve weeks to two hundred and forty five pound fifty two pence. It's pretty great. It's two hundred pound we couldn't have afforded to give. Yeah, it's great. Could they give them the tenors? I suppose. Aye, <laughs> they hurt though. <laughs> But no, no, it's really good, and I, you don't want, you don't do it for selfish reasons. But it's nice to when Paul acknowledges and you get every bit. You feel a bit good about yourself, going. This is something good that we are doing for the podcast, and hopefully people are at least picking them. See, you, they're all good tips. These see, are all very good. See tips. if you reback our charity double. Going to go onto Paul's page and give him a five yeah. or a tenner every time <laughs> I, if it hits, so there's more contribution. Uh, he and, went over his twenty five hundred quid with the donation as well. For the twelve fundraisers, there's still two to go. Yeah, still two to go. For, so for this month, he, he, we 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 took them over the mark. So what did you say? He only needed two quid. <laughs> he only needed two quid. We, we went balling in with the sixty-four. <laughs> Facebook group. Picks. Yeah, there's been some great stuff in the Facebook group. Uh, so if you're obviously into into betting, sharing tips, join our Facebook group. Just search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook and ask to join. Uh, we've got a whole community there discussing various different things, not just football. Um, although, talking about football tipping, Ross Black, great outside shout of Queen of the South, Aloha, tipped Aloha at 4-1. to one. Brother won. of Gary. Yep, they won 3-2. Um, who does all the fantastic work from pulling this podcast together with all our breaks, Andy's toilet breaks. Greg's breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, brings it, Gary brings it all together as one seamless podcast. It sounds like we don't have to take <laughs> breaks from each other. <laughs> Pretty much Christopher Sumner had a great shout last night Wickham versus Blackpool uh, Tipping the home team Wickham Who were 2-0 up after 9 minutes I've seen that picture uh, Yeah 11-8 Which is incredible odds I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to need to re-engage At least just to have Facebook for this group Yeah just Because I'm missing stuff Just create a new account And have zero friends No I wouldn't create a new account I'd at least Because I'd want people to invite into it as well Like if I see my mates Oh, okay. At least that I, just thought, I just thought you just weren't going to do Facebook anymore. So I mean, I won't post it. It's right. just dead. I, I think I had to log in to verify my Spotify and I looked at it two seconds and I went, no. 
Yeah. Yeah, but you can just get involved in the group. I will. I'll, I'll maybe just like have like a direct like into that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's some good stuff as well. George Jones, Ewan McBeth, a few good shouts as per usual. Jacob Feldman getting involved with NBA, something I don't know very much about, but basketball. Yeah, he I'm took learning the, a bit. He took the Thunder, didn't he? Versus, Oklahoma, yeah, just under evens. Yeah, and they they were having a rough rough game until the <laughs> the fourth quarter where they brought it back. So, and that was over evens with basketball as well. That's that's a bit tipping a baseball team over evens. <laughs> a decent shout. So well done on that. James McIver with some UFC shouts. Yeah. And at my uh, request, a Royal Rumble shout tipped Drew McIntyre. I ended up not betting on the Royal Rumble because there was so many people <laughs> replied with just different names. But James was actually first with Drew McIntyre. Like, yeah. first reply, everything's so I should have taken that. Yeah, I do think it was... I, I, I'm watching nothing of wrestling since 2003, maybe. <laughs> but I did see a lot of people saying it's definitely going to be Drew McIntyre because, I mean, it's obviously scripted. And yeah. it makes sense. And the guy's been the guy. They've just made the move to BT in the UK. Mm-hmm. It made sense that it was going to be a Scottish wrestler that won it. Or ten, a British wrestler. 10-3 to three from 365 he was. I believe Shug, Chris Kelly, uh, Shug Mitchell, Chris Kelly were in there talking about their tips as well. I had a look and um, everything they, they had said in there, about people making the last four and stuff, was good. Really? Uh, was yeah. that just all gold? It was all gold. <laughs> and I don't know enough about wrestling to be like... Because I looked back, I was like, shit. Yeah. I just passed up free money. Oh, no, there's some really... <laughs> yeah, some so some really good stuff in the, in the Facebook group. Uh, Gareth Borer, Jason Stott, with their usual um, contributions with some good value bets, selections around evens. So looking forward to more of the same this week. So mm-hmm. join the uh, Facebook group, guys. Trampled Bet Podcast. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Moving on to Scots Abroad, we'll start with the the highlight man, Ryan Gold. The Gold Man. So it's hard for us to get too much knowledge, and I cannot. There's no um, interpretation of the press conference, so I have no idea what the manager's saying. But Ryan Gold was captain. On Saturday, and the centre forward who starts most games and is captain was dropped. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was injured and on the bench because he was carrying an knock, or Ryan Gold's the new captain mixing it up because they won two nil away to Casapia, who are the team that just leak goals. Yeah. So also look at them away from home this weekend. They've got a tight game, but they are the worst team in that division by a mile. Um, he was involved in the first goal, played the ball down to left back. It was a shite cross, and then it was a lot of back and forth in and out of the box. Striker scores a decent tap in. And the second goal, Ryan Gold cuts inside from the right, fakes the shoot on his left, goes outside defender, right foot shot in the far corner. But it's at that point that I think he might have been made the new captain because they all run over to him. Like, I know it was the 95th minute, but they, they made a point of going with him. So I'm... I'm I'm assuming he might be the new captain of Friends. What is the the format of their highlights? It's it's insane. They do the man the manager talking through the game, yeah. and just little random clips of the game because there's but, no order. Because I like moved if, it along to try and get to hit Ryan Gold's goal, and then do, back. Do you know? But how do you do that? So for people who are using the phone, because we're just waving our fingers around there, if you hold down where the pointer is. Yeah. And you scroll through it, holding it still down. Yeah, you get all the screens mm-hmm. of where it's at. I didn't know that until like a month ago. So I was just I trying to find right, as if you've never watched pornography in your phone. <laughs> I, but I don't. I don't need to find a highlight of porn. It's all good stuff in there. You're, mate. you're doing it wrong. <laughs> the it's credits. All good, it's all good stuff in there. 
Aye, who, who's the lighting guy in this? <laughs> <laughs> but another successful week, and they're now back to top of the league. Yep. And they got that um, monkey off the back, I guess, with their first win of 20. Yeah, two games they'd lost, so. Two games and a draw. So mm-hmm. it was the longest they'd went without a win this season. Um, so, yep, Ryan Gold onto it again. Charlie Gilmore, Telstar 1 1 0 against Top Oss. Played the full 90 minutes. The first highlight was a class ball over the top. Um, you should have scored from it. But the winning goal was scored by Karshush, our man. Your that, Ranger, your man, you're trying to get mate, signed for Rangers. That's 16 goals. That's 16 goals in 16 games. This goal is fucking beautiful. Across from the left, dropping his foot in the penalty spot, mm-hmm. kills it on his left foot, and does like a kind of Michael Moles where he fakes to go to his right, and the defender's running away. Mm-hmm. Defender's away out to the wing. Just turns his side foot so past the keeper. It, It's like, if John Carew and, and Wanku Kanu had a baby, <laughs> this is what this guy's like. He's oh, a silky man. touch, he's quick, and he's good in the air. Mm-hmm. 24 years old, I'm going to keep banging this drum until he joins someday and I go, I told you. He's probably going to go to like, the German 4th Division next yeah. season. <laughs> Interhashing. <laughs> good pronunciation. Ziggy Gordon, Central Coast Mariners, in a bit of a bad run just mm. now. They lost 1 0 to Brisbane. Um, he had a huge block in the first half, but another own goal. That's their third own goal in four games, but it's a harsh one. It's a cross on the left. The guy's sliding in. Yeah. Deflects it near post in front of the keeper. They're lucky that Newcastle are terrible because they're keeping off the, the, bottom. the bottom of the league just solely because of that. See, when there's no relegation, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're going to do, though, because they do have two divisions below it but it's similar to America where there's no feeder in yeah. but I think they are trying to get to they've got another franchise joining the end of this season which will make it to 12 and then I do believe they're trying to get a structure where it's really? moving in it doesn't make sense to just have them well in, well, in America in the, the minor league the baseball minor leagues they're all feeder teams for the major league teams so you wouldn't you wouldn't have someone they're essentially reserve teams Yeah, you know that are all affiliated to one of the MLB clubs so you couldn't have the reserves overtaking the the that's big what, team, as it were. That's what I think every time I see Willem Tvai playing. Like, yeah, first, I suppose first Villem team too. must be yeah. shite. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth division. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, Jordan Hosgrove, is 1-1-0. They're joint talk with Atletico Madrid B. There is no highlights, so can't do anything. Jack Henry, as we said, Melbourne drew 0 number Perth. No real highlights. I watched, I watched the whole game. Jack Henry played really well and they kept comparing him to John Stones. By the way, having watched the highlights, the three bits involved in, the only thing I can see out of that is, see watching from a distance, mm-hmm. he moves like John Stones. He's he, the same he haircut, rece- right? He receives the ball. He's the same stature. I, I watched him and I thought, he's actually, I, see when Celtic signed him, I, w- I did kind of think, I was like, he's alright. Mm-hmm. And then there was a couple of cuts him running the ball out of the back and he looked lost. He, he looked I better. thought he looked like an alright player. He looked better, so when he played, he was very good in the air, he did a lot of, because um, Perth, I think it was Perth Goli they were playing, yeah. they played a lot of balls out of the box that he cleared and it was always him you were hearing to get him first. But I think that legal suit him because it's not as physical as the Scottish League. No. It's a bit more standoff and it's allowing him to kind of, he'd seen a couple of times he got the ball at his feet Panicked and I went, oh wait, there's no actually no, any pressure. Here. And then moved the ball forward and played like quite good raking balls over the top. Um, it, it was actually, although it was a 0-0 game, it was quite interesting to watch. And he was good throughout, so best of luck, Jack. Yeah, we'll need to keep an eye out for when Central Coast are playing Melbourne so we can get... Scott's abroad Derby. We can ask Ziggy Gordon and Jack Henry to give us the tops. Yeah. That would be a nice... Get them up there. Get, uh, yeah, but I mean, we've got, we've got room in the back room. Yeah. 
we do actually beside have the pool. a back room beside the pool. <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah, a toilet, like, that's a toilet. That's a toilet. No, it's like oh, is it? Fuck, I've been swimming. Uh, there are, there like are four Rogan. rooms in the studio. Yes, yeah. balling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our last Scots abroad is the return of Liam Henderson. So, in play drew one one with Kievo. They are in the relegation playoff zone just now. So he's just signed for them. Played the full ninety minutes. No highlights. But the reason we want to talk about this, or the reason I do, is Ewan Cameron, who you probably know off the radio and also does a football podcast, sh- uh, tweeted yesterday, or it may be Monday actually, because Liam Henderson posted a picture of him in his Empoli shirt, I'm guessing from the game against Cable, and he said, um, Dear Steve Clark, it's about time this guy got a call up. The fact he's been overlooked to now is embarrassing. This is a problem and this is why this podcast works for this section is these people are fucking clueless. Yep. And that Liam Henderson done an article in December saying that he thinks that players are overlooked when they go abroad, which at that point he's right on, but it's the right message for the wrong guy. Liam Henderson's played a total of 32 minutes since the 1st of September. So this game was his first time he'd played more than 33 minutes. He made a five-minute soccer. That's that's almost five months. Yes, Almost six months. So you and Cameron want some called up over McTominay, Ryan Jack, John Callum Fleck. McGregor, John Fleck, Jordan Hallsgrove. Jordan we're talking about. I, he has legitimately a better. Well, he's been playing for. He's at least been playing for the under twenty ones. Yeah. So he's involved in the the, it, the route. It just comes across as like this is that this is what Scott Scott's going abroad face consistently is that people only find him and then they're like. Why is he not? And then you look at the background. He was in a team of five centre midfielders. Yeah. He couldn't get a game. This isn't... So that the ironic thing here is it's not Steve Clark that's overlooking the players abroad. It's people just... Finding out. Spouting shite. Well, he clearly doesn't know anything. He knows nothing about the, him. The reason he can put that out there is because he probably knows most of his audience also know nothing. No one's going to call him out on that. Yeah. What? Because well, they don't know either. So they just go, to, oh, hey, good point. He's playing. He's playing. To be fair, if you, if you do look at the comments, uh, there was a few people who instantly went, he's not been fucking playing. Yeah. And that, that is the point. It's the same thing I said with Ryan Gold. Doing an article on somebody once every four months is not fucking beneficial to anyone. So if you want an actual update on the players, listen Scott's to this abroad. podcast. What's Fiona Brown up to? She's recovering just now. I've seen a video of her doing that fucking. The one leg squat? No, the treadmill, the anti gravity treadmill. So it, like it, one, t- no 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 it just it's the so your vacuum sealed from the running part. Oh right. Okay. So it like assists. So it takes a couple of like pounds off your weight, mm-hmm. so you can actually move freely yeah. because she's still coming back for a serious knee, knee injury. But I mean she's running. The interview was out, um, but I'm, it's hard to put a time on it because this is a third fucking knee injury. It's mental how many like and you don't recover from ACLs. And <laughs> it was like our other Scotsman Lennon Clennon's birthday, and I seen Fiontina putting out a tweet saying soon. So. I'm guessing Lana Cleland is back, mm-hmm. but it would just be about getting game time now. And Corsi's season starts back in April, so we've still got a bit of time for the Utah Royals, which will annoy me. Claire Emsley didn't have a game this weekend. Melbourne are still top. There was no fixtures. But I'm assuming she's going to have to go back to Orlando. She's still undefeated, is she not? Yeah. Drawn, drawn one and one seven, scored two goals. And we've now got our second sponsor player. So Jamie Berjonis. Uh, came on for his first party official appearance. They were 2 0 down to a bro. He came on with 25 minutes to go. They scored late on for Brian Graham, but they still lost the game 2 1. Couldn't really see any highlights. It was off a bro. I do love the commentator for a bro's TV, though, because it's everything I want from their own fan channel. Super excitement when 
a brofer going forward. Complete and, bias. And, and just dread when Partick Fistle on the ball. Right. Oh, no! And Ben Grant, who lost the podcast and works for Kowin and Rangers, has reassigned us. So we lost Mikey Hewitt, who went back to Air United. And we've now got Carlo Monte. Carlo Monte, formerly of Greenock Morton, Kings Park Rangers, Drumchapel United, are both Pollock Dundee, Pollock Zebra Rangers, Cormate, Pollock, and Kowin Rangers. And he has special teams. Like this is the guy who who's, we've seen score a few free kicks when we've been watching Michael Hewitt games. Yeah. So this could we could get a chance to get a good few videos here on our Trample Bet page. Are you guys just checking his stats? Yeah. I was just checking what age he was because that was a lot of teams. Twenty nine. He's only twenty nine. Twenty nine. So well, welcome, welcome, Carlo. Yeah, welcome to the Trample Bet podcast. Can we just point out his name is Carlo Monte, yeah. which is Monte Carlo. In school, it would have been Monte Carlo. His really? middle name's Gordon, genuinely. Oh, that's, <laughs> it takes, it, it takes, away, from, yeah. takes away from his life. Sorry, Carlo. You just ruined that for us, Gordon. <laughs> Terrible name. And move on to this week's picks. So picks for Saturday the 1st of February 2020. I'll start myself. Are you going to lead off? I'm going to lead off all the time. I'm in a roll now. You are in a roll. So we always start with the banker bet. Yep. Which is as close to we think as a guaranteed outcome as possible. Yeah. And I'm I'm only nervous about this one a little bit, but all the stats back me up. It's about, um, it's because I'm in a roll. Like if I hadn't had one, this would have been a brilliant banker for me. But because I'm, I'm now backing myself up, I'm quite proud of my wee record just now. I'm, I'm getting scared. So it's in the... The Greek Super League, it's Olympiakos at home to Zante. Now that sounds like, why am I worried? I'm taking Olympiakos to win the second half. So, to people who, I mean, I'm assuming everyone in our audience knows what betting is, but there are some people who actually listen to this that don't gamble. Yep. They just like our podcast. Doesn't matter what the score is at half time, it starts nil-nil again. So Olympiakos to win, it's now went down to, I think, ten to uh, 3 to 10. Three to ten, but there was some. But when I seen it, it was like forty-seven and one to three. It varied. So Olympiakos have won the second half in their last ten home games against Zante. So in all of the last ten meetings with Zante at home, they've won the second half. They have won seven of the last ten home second halves in the league, and Zante have lost seven of the last ten away second halves. Zante are quite good at keeping it tight in the first half. So best case scenario, no, 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 one nil. Yep. And Olympiacos still have to go and put the game to what bed. What you don't want is Olympiacos being 5 nothing yeah. up. If Oli- yeah, that would be how I'd do this bet, is I would wait till half-time. The odds will change then. Yeah, but, but if it, yeah, but I'd still... It's about saving your money. If you chuck on this and they're 5-0 up, you've, you've lost your bet. Teams who have got a big lead at half-time don't win the second halves. That's just how it happens. So that's the only risk. To win the first half, odds were terrible. It was like 1-5 to win the first half. So I was like, no, no, no. So Olympiacos Vizanti to win the second half is one to three slash three to ten. I'm taking a similar odds shout, but just this is just a straight up. Um, well, it's not; it's one x market. Eupen versus Cercle Bruges in the Belgian Jupiler League Saturday at seven pm. This is thirteenth place Eupen at home to bottom of the table, so sixteenth place uh, Bruges, um, who have eleven points. Eupen have twenty three. So almost double as many points, but these are two pretty bad teams. Eupen um, have only taken 10 points at home from 11 fixtures, which isn't great, granted. But Bruges have taken one point away from home all season. Yeah, they're That's awful. 11 away matches, they've scored eight times, they've conceded 28, and it's only been good enough to get a draw once. 
Neither of these teams are good, as I say, but Bruges being so terrible away, what I'm taking as the banker is Eupen or draw. So essentially, Bruges not to win. And you'll get that at 3-10. to 10. It's a great pick. It is literally the worst. It's got to be possibly the worst away team in Europe. Uh, unbelievably terrible. Yeah. Like, so... Up there with Casapia in the second division of Portugal. Yeah. Is it Circle or Kirchel? I don't know. I'm not Belgian. Who... Do we have somebody... That, who was the person that corrected us before on... So, oh, I um, me uh, Michael, but he, he lives in Holland, so he's... Ah, oh, he'll be able to find... Dutch. He'll, be, he'll be able to speak help Speak to us. your uh, Bruges correspondent, please. <laughs> I, I I don't... Apart from that, I, I don't think I know any Belgians, apart from Tintin and Poirot. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Does he know in Bruges? He's Irish, though. <laughs> it's a great film. If no one's ever... If, if you've never it's seen Edinburgh Bruges, download it. It's wonderful. But yes, uh, youpin or draw. Very important there. That's the double chance. The double chance. So, my banker's actually a bit higher odds, but it's only because I got the odds later on. And I, I, I don't really know why. My banker is Heidenheim at home to uh, Dynamo Dresden. Um, they're 7-11. If you look at their last... 10 games they've lost uh, they've drawn one and it was with Armenia Bielefeld that includes uh, some of the friendlies they played against Lusenau Beijing Guan but they've played Unterhashing Osnabrück Greuther Firth um, Wurzburg Kickers Hanover and St Pauli and beat good them teams. all some, some really good teams versus Dynamo Dresden who are awful away from home they have two points away all season they're, they're mince and they're double as good they've as got one, they've got one, <laughs> they've got one point in the last te- in the last five games Um Heidenheim will get 10 points out of their last uh, five played. I just think Heidenheim are going to go with the top of them. It's a bet against Dresden for me. Yeah. yeah. They, they are so, so bad. And that's but Dresden have played nine games away from home this season. They've scored seven and conceded 22 and collected two points. Have you got a double chance on that? One is six. See, one is. Mate, that's still in the realms of a banker. God, uh, God, God, but God loves, is, he's taking the. Yeah, God those balls I, out. Aye. So, 7 11. Um, I think that's a good price, uh, and Interhash, uh, sorry, and Heidenheim are. It's a good price because Heidenheim are quite a good team anyway. Yeah. Um. So, in my, for instance, the one I was talking about, the reason I took the double chance is because Eupen are terrible. Yeah. They're just not as terrible as both of these teams Bruges, are. Whereas yeah. your one, I think there's a definite advantage for Heidenheim. There's another thing about this game. I think that is giving you such good price is that the bookies at some point expect Dynamo Dresden to turn it around this season because yeah. they're not like they're. A, they're a big team and this, this could be the game. <laughs> However, 7-11's big price. They unform. They, this is the this is the way this game goes. Okay, no. My value is Perth Glory, so I'm backing them again at home to Melbourne Victory. So Perth Glory have won five and drawn one of the last six. The last team to beat them were Melbourne Victory and that was when it all changed. Melbourne Victory have been terrible away from home minus a Champions League win midweek in the, the Asian Pacific region. But that was a really short result. They were outplayed um, by Kashima. I just fancy Perth Glory. So Melbourne have lost the last four league games away. Perth Glory, you're getting at 45, almost evens. Castro's going to turn it on. It's going to be a comfortable win. 2-3 two, two, like now to Perth Glory. Melbourne victory, don't have it in them. Yeah, I like it. My value pick, England League One, Saturday at 3pm, so a standard kickoff. Bristol Rovers play Coventry, 5th place Coventry, 45 points from 26. Bristol Rovers in 12th, 38 points from 27 games, so a game more. Bristol aren't brilliant at home, they're 14th in the home um, form table, so taking only a 
account of home matches. Coventry are one of the best away performers. They're fifth in the away table. Coventry second in the five-game form table, 11 points from a possible 15. Bristol only two points from their last five, which puts them 20th in the uh, five-game form table. You can get Coventry even money. I think there's plenty of value in that, the way the two teams are currently playing. They both drew last night, um, but Bristol Rovers gave Bolton their first point in like five games again. So for, for me, on form, Coventry the better side, but Bristol are just so, so bad. I think this is like the fourth time one of us have backed against them. Against them. And I, I, you're getting even money. Well, 49 well, to 50. Well, the last Coventry. the last time we backed them, they were 2-0 up at halftime, right? And they lost four two, so they are they are that they are that bad. They can lose a game four 0 in the second half. Yeah, I'm 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 happy with this. I, I think around even money is just really good. Yeah, I I, I just it's just because Bristol is so so bad. So the Domino's League two. Oh, I um, forgot to do a thing. We'll, our, need, we'll need to start it. Next find week. the sponsor. I looked for the sponsor for uh, the. No, no, we don't want real sponsors. Well, this is the so only real sponsor I'm willing to give. Do, do you know what? In fact. We'll do that on the Facebook group. Going to ask everyone to contribute a bizarre brand that they feel represents a sponsor. Like, not like a Heinz Beans, but like an Aldi ripoff. Just and we'll get a hundred things together. And every time we pick a league we've not picked before, we'll assign it a new just sponsor. Draw one out the hat. Yeah. yeah, and we'll just until we've got every league sponsored, and then we'll move it to other events as well. So Wimbledon will have a sponsor when we're reviewing tennis. <laughs> like a, a brand that sells exclusively hockey sticks. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, French League 2, Troye versus Grenoble Foot. So Troye at home have been pretty good. They've got 12 points from the last five games. They've never lost to Grenoble. When they've played, They've in the history of this fixture, which has been played five times, they have drawn to 1-3. Grenoble have never beat them. Troye are in a bit of a good run just now, as I just mentioned. Grenoble away have been really poor. They lost to AC Ajaccio. They drew with Sochaux. They lost to Lorient. They lost in the cup to Frejus, who are a team that are three divisions below them they drew with Le Mans and their last win was away at Auxerre you're going to get Troy at 9-10 to 10. I think that's quite good value in that it's a Friday night game the French leagues are a bit odd this weekend in that there's a lot of teams playing each other really close in the table and in the actual form table Troy have 9 points Grenoble have um, uh, in overall at home and away um, Troy have got 9 Grenoble have got 6 so there's not really that much between them Troy are better at home however um, I think you're going to get yet nine to ten on them on the most recent uh, odds, or ten to eleven with other bookmakers. Troy A need to score two goals. You think? Yeah, give me a correct score. Two one. Thank you. Two one. I think it'll be really tight because mm-hmm. Troy A score just over a goal a game at home, and Grenoble just concede over a goal. Two to one is eight to one. So there is John's additional tip, right. which are generally quite good over the top. Yeah. Um. But yes, and they've lost a few games by scoring the winning, haven't they? They've lost a lot of narrow games away from home. Uh, Grenoble, yeah. yeah, they have they have done. Um, Troy had a really good win in the cup midweek. They beat Selection AF AFE. Um, I, I sorry, it's a club friendly. Uh, they won five one. So nine to ten. And my outsider is Mannheim at home to Magdeburg. I'm taking the home team eight to five. So just under two to one. It's third versus twelve in the league. And Magdeburg only have one competitive one away from home. So it's it's really picking an outsider based on how bad the away team is. Mannheim aren't great at home, but they are overall a better team. They actually pick up more points on the road than they do at home. But it's just Magdeburg's away record that's really, really turning me on to this game. 
eight to five, third versus twelfth in the league. But as I said, Magdeburg have only won one competitive game this whole calendar season. So, Mannheim at home, eight to five. My outsider's a proper outsider. As Antwerp away at Club Bruges. Apparently, I don't like Bruges this week. Yeah, um, which is strange because it's not often I'm in the Belgian well, he had a, Triple he, League. God had a week against Munich. And yeah, they both came in, and they both yeah. came in. So hopefully, my week against Bruges comes in. Um, so Triple League again this time Sunday at half past one. Club Bruges are top, uh, fifty three points. Antwerp joint second, eight points behind on forty five. They're level in the five game foreign table. They've both taken eleven points from the last five league games. In 2019, this fixture yielded a 0-0 draw, a 3-2 Bruges home win, and a 2-1 Antwerp win. So they can beat each other. Antwerp's recent away form has been pretty damn brilliant. Four wins, one draw in their last five road matches. For two teams that I think are pretty closely matched, I'm happy to side with the away team because I'm getting 11-2 or 6-1. I think the odds are really big. I'm on you with that. I've just, I've, my only note on this is I'm unsure but it's 50-50 on who I would pick to win. Yeah, so the so fact you're getting somebody at 5-1 to one is ridiculous. Take the 11-2 to shot. Yeah, well, um, yeah so, so every day. So it's Antwerp for me um, in that big game in Belgium. I also like both teams to score in that game as well. Yeah, I think you're getting that 7-10. to I quite like that. Okay. People of Trample Bet, look at this stupid game of football that I've picked as my outsider. Right, Look at this ridiculous game. Racing Santander versus Alcorcon. Rathing. Rathing Santander versus Alcorcon. It is the drawiest draw of all time. All of my notes just say draw. Look at this form table for the home and away team, right? Look at this. It is orange the whole way down. (laughs) Look, they've played played 20 games away from home, Alcorcon, this season, and they've drawn 12 at home, Racing Santander. Look at this. It is a draw. All day, every day. Lots of score draws in there as well. Yeah, 1-1, 1-1, 2-2, 2-2, 1-1, 0-0, 1-1. Alcorcon is insane. It's awful. It's actually awful. Like, this game is either going to be, it's going to be a draw. So I've got that at um, 9-5 is the price on that currently. It is going to be a miserable game of football. A game of football that you will not want to be watch, or not want to watch, or be involved in, or however. get goal alerts, or for. get goal alerts. I will, I will happily just match start, my goal alert. Match end, yeah. nil nil. That's it. So this, it's I actually I've got a couple that I feel could have been in the outsider um, spot as draws that I'll come to later on. Um, and I, I'm going to take them as a draw treble. Well, this there's, is you going for three in a row yeah, in the outsiders. There's so. an excellent thing I'm just looking at here. So the form table. I think Santander are 20th, so third bottom uh-huh. of the home table. Played 12. They have a plus two goal difference and they have 13 points. <laughs> so it's almost perfectly statistically. <laughs> and Al- and Con's overall form has played 25, scored 29, conceded 28, <laughs> got 33 points. So it, it, they literally only have draws. like a goal above being zero goal difference or a couple of points above being draws every game. It's immense. <laughs> Do you know it'd be good to to see to do the Jack, Har- Jack Harper playing? Maybe? Well, that, that would be good. But what I would be interested in is going back to the old system and seeing what that league table would look like if you got two points for a win and one for a draw. <laughs> because draws used to be much more valuable. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, if like, you won all your home games and drew all your away games, oh, you'd be fine. You win the league. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, with three points for a win, though, that was to stop teams playing for draws because wins were more valuable. They just haven't caught up yet. Yeah. In France. 
in Spain. In Spain, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So this game is a. <laughs> I, I like I like that one. I will a post. Lot. I will post a picture of my notes in the chat after the podcast comes out because what I've got <laughs> is draw, draw, draw. Next line down, draw. Back line, top, draw. Back down all day. Perfect. On to our charity bet, so we're going for three in a row here on the charity. We are indeed. Also be, four out of five. That's be really nice. You guys want to go first because I'm going for a bit of a reach and I've got a couple more comments on this game. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll fire out first. So I'm in the French League. Uh. Did they have a sponsor? Um, Papa John's, I believe. Oh, yeah. it's at the tears they go to like. They'll be getting a new sponsor soon, don't yeah. they? <laughs> it's Le Papa Jacks. Uh, the French League won on Sunday at 8pm Bordeaux against Marseille Second place Marseille 42 points from 21 games 10th place Bordeaux 29 points from their 21 games um, This game hasn't really been won by the away team For 10 years So I'm kind of backing against that I'm going to take Marseille away from home um, Mainly because Bordeaux have a pretty poor home record this season 16th in the 20 team league Only 14 points at home Marseille have picked up 18 road points, which is good enough to be fourth best in that away-only table. Form-wise, Marseille have taken 11 points from the last five matches. Bordeaux have only managed three points from a possible 15. I think this is the time that this fixture sees an away win, and I really like the odds of better-than-even money on Marseille, uh, currently 6-5. to five. Good stuff. I'm game for it as well. I, I just think... So Marseille drew at home to Angers last weekend, but they absolutely fucking pummeled Scudded them. them. And I think I said this in the chat, was two bankers that I had noted on my spreadsheet were Newcastle at home to Oxford, which finished now now, yep. and Marseille at home to Angers, which finished now now. Yeah. So that's the research we were doing, how close I was to picking one to lose. Well avoiding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think there's just, I think because you're getting over it, see if, you, see if this was three to four, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken it. Yeah. Right, it's, it's the fact it's better than even money. I think Marseille probably win this game about half the time. Probably even maybe slightly more than half the time. So the implied value of 6-5 to five is just great. And this is Sunday at 8 o'clock. So this might be the one we're waiting on again. I don't know how I always end up in this position for my, for my, <laughs> my charity picks, the last one. Ah. Uh, okay, I'm going to take you to the Bernard Matthews Turkish First Division. Um, I see what you've done we there. Have, uh, Alanya Spore versus Ye- uh, Yeni Maliaspor. Spore. Uh, Alanya Spore are the form team at home currently. They've won the last five games. Uh, they won 5 1, 3 1, 1 0, 2 1, 2 1. So both teams to score is probably a good shout in this game as well. You're getting them at 1 to 2. They're playing a not very good team away from home. They lost to the. Um, Yeni lost to um, Bakashir and Sivaspor 4-1 and 4-0 and they drew with kind of lower teams. Their last good result was against Besiktas when they won 2-0. Historically, this fixture, Alanya Spor have won it tw- uh, three times. Uh, Yeni have uh, won it twice. I just think at 1-2, you're probably, they're, they're on a great run at the moment. They want to continue that. They're winning against teams that are pretty decent. I think win or winning both teams to score would be a good shout. Win is 1-2. One to two is what's going on our treble. It's what's going for on our charity. One to two. Uh, both teams to score is five to six. So oh, I quite like that actually. I but they don't have to do that. They have to win. I'm I'm happy with it. And as a result of your really weak odds pick, I'm going to go big. 
<laughs> Says the man that picked an eight to five outsider. Don't let Gordon. Don't, yeah, let, don't let him I'm forget not, this. Hey, <laughs> hey, on that, the away team are favourites. So <laughs> I don't make the odds. I just play by the rules. <laughs> My banker is PSG at one to twelve. At home to Nantes. <laughs> I think Andy's got the biggest banker this year. One to seven Liverpool. Liverpool one to seven. Yeah, but that, but that was just that was just get one. I just one get it in. I was I was on a I was on a poor run at the time. So I've played around. And to be honest, I think we'll make a decision in the charity once I see the odds because I tweeted Skybet to try and get odds for this. So it's the Madrid derby, which in the last five games I've saw three red cards and an average of seven bookings a game. So it is a nasty game. It always has bookings. So if you're telling me, this is why my bet's here, if you're telling me there's an average of seven bookings a game, and if Ramos and Casemiro start for Real Madrid, they are two of the seven that are getting carded. Um, this game is never not a dirty game. Yeah. Even if it's a shite game to watch, it's always got action. But I'm to and fro because one bookie said, and it's not linked to bookie, they're given the odds predictor based on other games, that Casemiro and Ramos double card is 5-1. to one. The red card's coming in at 3-1 to one just now. Which odds suggest happens more than that. So I'm going to play around. I want this double, but if I look at this double and it's like 3 to 1, I'm not taking it. I'm going to switch to the red card. Okay, so you, which one are you, are you going to take? Whichever one's the bigger odds? Whatever one's the bigger odds. So if Casemiro and Ramos are 5 to 1, combined. as is predicted, combined, carded in that game, I'll take that. If it drops below or level with the red card, I'm going to switch it to a red card. Because I'm not taking it, I'd risk on two yellows for no reason if it's not good odds. Yeah. So, minimum I think we're getting is about 3 to 1 for this pick, so it's either a red card. The other thing to look at is request a bets, which we'll put out on the page in the group on Facebook once I know the lineups, because Casemiro and Ramos will be on it. And it depends on who Athletic would start with, whether cost is available or not. But it's going to be, it's going to be a dirty game. I almost took Atletico Madrid to score to be my banker, actually. Atletico Madrid to get goals 4-6. to six. That's really good. Really good. They're not scoring a lot of goals just now, though. They're really put away from home. But Real Madrid are just terrible defensively. Everyone's got a chance of scoring a goal against them. So look out for that. 46 is almost good value. Yeah. So Atletico Madrid to score a goal. There's a lot there. But to be clear for the charity, it will either be a red card at 3-1 to one or a combined Ramos-Casemiro card and we'll, we'll tweet that out yeah yeah we'll make, we'll, the, we'll make the decision once yeah. we're doing the charity bet yeah so that's the charity so that was Marcel away to Bordeaux Allianz Sport to beat Yeni and myself it's either Casemiro Ramos double or a red card so we put a tenner on the combined treble and if it wins all proceeds to Beatson Beatson Add to our £245.52 for the past uh, 12 weeks. Well, this weeks. could be quite healthy, and if we get the 5-1. to Because it's coming in. It's coming in. We're 11 of 12. If those two guys start, those two guys... Especially being at the Bernabeu as well, because they'll be pushing on to get goals, and that's your hold the midfielder. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you play Ramos, he's getting carded. He's getting carded, yeah. yeah. Other picks? Yeah, go for it. So, other picks. I am proposing a, a treble of the other picks by taking my outsider and these two other ones as a treble it's a 52 to 1 draw treble nice um, I've got a £5 free bet Cluj are playing Stouia Bucharest at home 
This this game, when Cluj play it at home, the last six iterations have been draws. Okay. Nil, nil, one, 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 nil, nil, one, one. It, this this game is heading towards a draw. Throughout the season, they haven't drawn much, but they're both playing midweek. Okay. They're both playing midweek, in the, so they're going to have to... like They'll be going for this game, because it's the top of the league versus second of the league. However, they've got a game to think about coming up. I think a draw would be a good result for them, and I think they will... There's a bit of a hoodoo about this. So that's that's draw number one. So that's just a straight up draw at 11 to 5. Draw number two is actually a correct score draw, which is Empoli versus Croatone. Um, it is head to head. Empoli at home have drawn 1 1, 1 1 0, drawn 1 1, 1 1 0, drawn 1 1. They draw 1 1 at home all the time. Croatone away don't really draw. However, Empoli, if you look at their home, one one draws. Yeah. They constantly draw one one at home. So five to one for a one, and it doesn't matter who they're playing. This is teams at the top of the league, teams at the bottom of the league. So if you put them all together on three six five, so that is Racing Santander and Alcorcon, Cluj and uh, Stavia Bucharest and Empoli and Crotone. It is one at uh, one each. It comes out at fifty two point seven five to one. That's alright. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching that. You don't like draws, do you? No. And correct scores and combining them, but the bookies love people that put things like that together in a coupon. <laughs> I'll see you all next week with my check. Mental. <laughs> Have you yet, Nose? No, uh, just to add to my. Um, I think it was was it last week or two weeks ago. I said the next leader of the Labour Party will be Keir Starmer. The odds on that have dropped now to two to seven, so the shout's looking even more likely. I was saying two to five was mental money for that. So if you can still get anywhere near that price, cool, jump on. Uh, Facebook group? Yeah, join the Facebook group. So just search Trampled Bet Podcast. Um, join us there. We've got a community now, about 120 odd members, all active, all interested, all sharing good picks across a wide variety of sports. Come on, say your piece, get involved in the chat, talk about our picks. Do you like what you've heard this week? Do you not like it? Do you have any inside information? Perhaps you follow one of the teams, you know, you're a Bristol Rovers fan or something yeah. and want to say, well, I agree with this or that. Um, so just search Trampled Bet Podcast. And you can get us all at Twitter. You can get me at John Walker underscore 1986. You can get myself at ASV Sports. And you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. And you can get us all at Trampled Bet. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.